Hello and welcome to episode 3 of Undercooked and Overlooked, a critical analysis of Rob Schneider's attempt to shake up the traditional show business model with his self-funded, self-produced, self-directed and self-starring television program that is semi-autobiographical called Real Rob. I'm Guy Montgomery. My name is Tim Bat, and I'd like to welcome this episode's guest, direct from Australia, it's comedian Cameron James. Oh boys, I am so happy to be here for this joyous event of watching one of my comedic heroes. Yes. Absolutely shaking up the system. He's shaking it up with two hands firmly <laughs> around the throat of Hollywood. One hand, the producer. Yes. The other hand, the director. The other hand, acting. And a fourth and final hand, writing talent. Head writing Four talent. Four hands. He's the Vishnu of comedy, this guy. <laughs> Surely he He's is. He's probably got a great bit about it as well. <laughs> In I'm fact, sure he does. I'll bet he does the accent. I'll bet he does a perfect, pitch-perfect Indian accent. Because as we saw in this episode... No accent yeah. eludes the comedic no. talents of Rob Schneider. Accents on point. Now, I this is episode three of the show. That's right. it's, it's called the penis episode part two. Part two. What happened in part one? It's a, <laughs> Can I a, get a little context? A great and fair question. Uh, so the penis episode part one was actually mostly ball it, focused. It can be summed up, I think, mainly with... His wife wanted him to get a vasectomy. He mm-hmm. was scared, and he also read a blog online saying it could give him dementia. So he got his hapless assistant, Jamie, to get one, okay. and then monitored him sort like a lab. By way of experiment. But, you, I mean, I understand you'd be fearful that you might miss some vital plot point, because a part one, part two <laughs> double header would usually suggest some sort of carryover of consequence. But literally, nothing that... Ha- I mean, <laughs> the part one, part two addendum is... So superfluous. So there was no Viagra plot to part one. There was no, no deal with Taiwan. No. 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 So Okay, so just really they wrote two dick themed episodes and went, Well, we may as well link them. Yeah. yeah. Okay, is two, is two too many? What's a quick fix here? CJ, can you take us through the episode, like loose plot outline? Absolutely. First of all, thanks for calling me by my nickname CJ, which we all agree is cool. I I don't think so. Yes. What guys are you saying? On, guys on board. Guys on board, you like it? I think CJ can be a very cool nickname for some people. And? You're just, you're Cam, you're Cam, man, you're Cam. <sighs> I can be many things. Cam, CJ, <laughs> Papa CJ. You can be one of those Cammy things. Cammy J. I'll give you Cammy J and Randy. I'll give you Cammy J. Cammy J is Randy. (laughs) Paint yourself purple. Uh, Okay, I'll take you through the episode. So it starts, as I assume it always does, with Rob in the club. Uh, The cellar, probably. Yeah, there's sort of... That's right. There's two main ways that Rob Schneider seems to understand how to start and end an episode. Okay. It's either in a stand-up comedy club or in his marital bed. Like, it seems to me that Rob Schneider thinks the sole reason his CBS show was cancelled years before was because he did not bookend every episode with him and his wife in bed. And he is not going to run, you know, he's not risk running the risk of making that same so mistake So that's been again. a theme in episode one and two as well? Okay, good. So in the, you said, what comedy club is this? Yeah, I watched it. I'm thinking, what is this club? Is this, a, is this the famous comedy cellar? Is it Caroline's? Is this Zany's? Yuck, yucks. It could be any of these clubs. Do you more? Uh, um, the Chuckle Heart, Lol Station. Lol Station is, of course, a very well storied club. Two what? more, Kimmy J. The Comedy Shack. <laughs> and the world famous. The Smile and Nod. The Smile and Nod or Smiling Nod? Smile and Nod. 
It was a terrible name for a comedy <laughs> club. Yeah, it's not a very loud one. Yeah. <laughs> smile and nod. Laughing discouraged? <laughs> well, you're right the in saying smirk. it could be any of them because there is no neon sign to suggest <laughs> what comedy club he's actually performing. There's also performing. no audience shots or any camera angles that reveal any more of the space. Just the brick wall behind him and some sort of vague black like empty void to the side. So I assume this is shot on a stage somewhere. What uh, do you think? Right. I think you're right. There was I at least press forward. I caught on to that early and Tim hit. is a convert as well. There's no okay. denying that this man is not performing stand up comedy for an audience. <laughs> I didn't believe Guy when he said it in Ep one and then I was watching Ep two, I was like, fuck he's right. So you reckon there's no crowd there? He's nah, canned those in. It's piped in. Which is madness. That's insane. He's a it also anyway. explains why there are any laughs at all to a routine that is what? It's just him describing different stereotypes about Asian people. Yeah. So you'd think, okay, all his stand-up gear in this show is about Chinese people or Asian people in general. You'd think maybe there'd be some sort of theme throughout the show that that's what it's going to be about. I don't think there is, really. No, very tenuous connection yeah. because he... In his bumbling ineptitude, mm. his agent calls him, who we don't, who, you know, this is probably the most featured mm. the agent has been in so far. Andy. Andy, that's mm. right. And mm. he has an offer for $500,000 to do uh, some sort of. Viagra, I think. It's like a Viagra an, ad in Taiwan. No, no, no. no this in, is in, the in America. Deal. He the, gives a $500,000 offer. And then Rob says, there's no way I'm going to do an ad. Oh, was it the prostate ad or yeah, something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's, that's, prostate right. Ad. that's right. And then Rob instead takes a side hustle where he takes a $50,000 ad for some variant of Viagra, which will, you know, which is based out of Taiwan. Mm. It'll only be seen in Asia. He doesn't care about this. And it's Even a cashy. He's part Filipino, which I broke that news to you guys. Yeah. Yeah, he is. His paternal grandmother. That's why he's allowed to do the Chinese voice on That's stage. That's why I think he's allowed to do I no, His maternal <laughs> grandmother. So, very important yeah. distinction. Very important distinction. Women. Smash first. the patriarchy. Yeah. Yeah, raise the matriarchy up. Yeah. Let them take over for a bit. That's right. <laughs> See how you like it. <laughs> Let them have it. So, um, yeah. So, he's he strikes some deal with Taiwan to do a Viagra ad, which he assumes will only be in Taiwan and China. Lo and behold, those, the sneaky CEO, and I didn't choose that word deliberately. <laughs> Jimmy is his name. The, the CEO. I was wondering where you were going to land on that uh, description of our antagonist this episode. Insidiously. A Chinaman. A Chinaman. <laughs> there, are no antagonist, the there are no antagonists per episode because everyone in this show is an antagonist. Everyone's against Rob. But Rob's and Rob is, like, and Rob is also the antagonist. No one to root for. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> anyway, this CEO actually puts the ad in the states via a series of big billboards in LA and some other things. And so Rob then has to deal with trying to get those taken down because he's embarrassed. Everyone thinks his dick don't work. <laughs> And that is God, that's good. His dick do that'd, work. That'd blow the roof off at, at Lowell Station if you brought that kind of gear in. Yeah, yeah. The, God, smile the smile and nod. nod. They wouldn't know what hit him. Might even get a laugh out of him. That is, in Rob Schneider's mind, as told by that episode, the greatest humiliation is the yeah. idea that anyone else in the world would know he might be impotent. Like yeah. he, he literally cannot 
muster in his mind's eye anything more embarrassing. He's outed himself as a racist on stage <laughs> night after night, but he's like, but I will not have on my watch Something someone that's suspecting just, like, my dick. Don't work. One of the least sexual people or performers I've seen in my life. Yeah. So no one's even asking yeah. the question. Who cares? No one wants to think about it, Rob. That's the problem with him, I think, though, is that he, because he cast himself as a romantic lead in his comedies. He does want to be considered a sexual person or a sexual performer, but I, I got a confession to make. I'm a Rob Schneider fan. I love his early stuff. I love him in. Uh, I love all his SNL stuff. Yeah, from back in the the '90s, the Bad Boys of SNL. I like him in bit roles in movies from that era as well. Well, like that was his ascendancy. Home Alone Two. He's so good as like. Oh a, fuck! I forgot. He always played kind of a villainous. Boy. Yeah, he like was great. Funny comedy relief character. He's great, and he's he. That's what I want to see him as. I want to see him as like a bumbling fool who's self-entitled and a bit arrogant and sneaky, but I don't care about seeing well, the you, real did, Rob. Did you watch his solo movie Enterprises? The Hot Chick, Deuce Bigelow, Mal Gigolo. The Animal? The Animal. Deuce Bigelow 2. Didn't see Deuce Bigelow 2. European Gigolo. Didn't see it. <laughs> Why? Well, did you like it? I didn't see it. <laughs> I certainly didn't watch it. Yeah. I can't see Jay Pollard together. Title though, yeah. Come on, Kimmy J. Yeah. Uh, so I've seen, I've seen those the big ones. There was that period of time where he was just all over the silver screen. But did you love them? The solo ones, the non scene I, I did at the time. I was the right age for it. Yeah. I was like fourteen or thirteen yeah. when those it, movies it, came this out. Is, so. It's hard to what like the idea that we would care about any of Rob's shortcut. Like you know, he's such a he's so. Outwardly bad as a father, as a husband, yeah. as a client, as a friend. It's like it's impossible to be invested in anything he does because every it's just so. That's so true. This show hmm. casts a spotlight, just you know, in even amounts of time on how he's a fucking terrible human. Like in these different. But do you facets. think he thinks that the guy's writing the show, or at no, least co-writing no. it? Does he think he's a bad no. person in this? He, he doesn't. Which it, sells, it just shows you the level of um, like such a criminal lack of self-awareness yeah. he just thinks it's funny that he fucks up i guess yes but there's no char- there's no charm to it there's no like he's trying to present a the world is against me vibe but it's like he does nothing to sort of justify that viewpoint <sighs> and it, it's hard to find because he fu- is the architect of every yeah. every downfall in the show <laughs> it's not like he goes out with the best of intentions to help someone or even himself he's the architect of his own downfall that, is, that has summed him up, though. Actually, a lot of his kind of passion projects over the past few years have cast him in the light of basically like a modern-day Job who's just like like the world is crushing down. Yeah. He, he had a movie. I can't remember what it's called, but the movie begins... He wrote and directed it possibly as well. The movie begins with him attempting suicide because he's so depressed and that it fails and then he spends the rest of the movie trying to like become zen and Whoa. chill and it's like a, it was a Rob Schneider comedy vehicle he's um he's very Buddhist is he? I interviewed Not, him once he, on the radio and he talked a lot about it about Buddhism about Buddhism <laughs> he's in I, yeah I think he's zen Buddhist or at least he was, you know, a few years was ago. Was it called The Chosen One? Yeah, that's the one, The Chosen One. I don't think he's... He's Buddhist in the same way he's... Uh, well, he says he is. Funny. He, he drinks all... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's a self-identified Zen Buddhist and a self-identified comedian. Yeah, I mean, but the thing is, it's the, this sort of, you know, this ashen touch is not, you know, reserved solely for Rob. Like, Jamie Lasso, who plays the assistant... Mm. 
his character. So when he he doesn't get a lot to do in this episode, but one of the tasks he gets given is to go and sort of approach some gangbangers to spray paint over this big billboard on which Rob's the face of infertility and or impotence. Sorry, impotence. Yeah. And uh, he puts a, he puts a flannel shirt on him, and he he gives him a bandana. And there's a lot of great gags along the way. Yeah, like Rob Schneider blew his nose in the bandana. Pretty once. funny. And, and he, he put, puts and he puts a teardrop on his eye. Yeah. yeah. And then he approaches them and he's dressed as a blood and the four guys who are spray painting wall are all dressed as crips. And inevitably they turn on him and they start kicking the shit out of this guy. And this character is so unsympathetic. Like it's, it's, it's in the same way it's hard to like Rob, it's hard to like uh, his assistant, Jamie. Yeah. But it was so surprisingly and frustratingly not satisfying to watch this character get the shit kicked out of them. It wasn't no. like... Yeah. I feel for Jamie though. Why? I, because... Rob has as a character like power over his decisions uh-huh. and Jamie is just purely at the behest of this world that he finds himself sure. in sure uh, is Jamie a non-actor uh, I think <laughs> that's safe to fucking say <laughs> is Jamie his real life assistant no yeah, I th- well, Jamie's a real a, life comedian he's a comic really though, yeah he's a, a he's a comedian in the same way Rob Schneider is a comedian <laughs> <laughs> He co-wrote this as well. Yeah, his, I his, saw his name in the credits. And it's I was, Rob, Rob's wife, and, and Jamie, his, and his friend Jamie, who's Louis. apparently a comedian. Who, by the way, I think has uh, zero charm. Like putting the two of them side by side on screen is great because it makes you excited whenever the camera flips back over to Rob. It's true because Rob can act. Rob can act, mm. and maybe Jamie can, um, can. do comedy. You Maybe know, like Jamie in a stand-up stand-up, sense. Stand-up, I don't yeah. want to tar, you know. No, but he has blank, persona. lifeless eyes and uh, no discernible voice in this show, so I don't care. When he started getting beat up, I was like, excellent. Something's <laughs> but, happening. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. not in a way where you're like, yeah, no. ha, ha, ha. No, ha, Here's ha, a ha, satisfying, he you know, turn in the plot. You're no. just like, oh, some respite from this dialogue. It's not like if dialogue. it was David Spade. Like if David Spade was his assistant and he was like an underling, but know, a bit of a shit. This, yeah. There's you know? a great point. This... This entire watching this show has made me realise how much I value David. David Spade's funny. Yes, he's really he funny. He's got chops. You know yeah. what? This is it's crazy that this isn't a Happy Madison show. If it, I I feel very the, depressed thinking that he pitched it to Happy <laughs> Madison and they said no. That is literally how we backed into watching it. <laughs> oh my god! I'm imagining this now because Adam Sandler takes. It. Sorry, this is where you were going. I think, guy. Adam Sandler takes so many fucking digs at Rob Schneider in his films. He oh. either will put him in for half of a frame <laughs> yeah. in, in the worst role or leaves him out. And we watched Jack and Jill recently, which is what led to us doing this. Oh. And he just makes fun of There's Rob Schneider without one casting him in. big joke that David Spade gets at the end, which is like uh, bullying Jill. It's like, who yeah. did you? She's like, I was dating a celebrity. It's like, who? Rob mm. Schneider? And everyone in the movie falls about. It's like, not Bull- only am I not casting Yeah, I'm not wow. casting you, but fuck you as but well. Then oh. to imagine Rob Schneider crawling into Adam Sandler's office after this decades long <laughs> punishment and going, can you please, please fund my project? My And for Adam Sandler to then say no. That's brutal because they. Happy Madison produced so much garbage. I watched The Benchwarmers the other day, which is a Rob Rob Schneider starring vehicle with uh, David Spades in that too. And John Hader. And it's pure, the worst thing I've seen. It's pure trash. But Rob Schneider is actually quite good in it. I think and also, can, this is Spade is awesome. I love David. He Spade. can act. He just can't mm. write at all. I think. No. Well, I think Schneider. The the idea of him pitching this to Happy Madison uh, leads me to ask you a question that we we asked Tom Walker last time as well, which mm. is, do you think we're punching up? Uh, 
No, but who cares? You're punching <laughs> down for sure. <laughs> We're punching down on Rob Schneider. Yeah, but who cares? That's why, I mean, the guy sucks. <laughs> <laughs> who gives a shit? <laughs> <laughs> No, I mean, to a degree, you're punching up. The guy has a Netflix show. That's that's a huge achievement. But also, he's been a punchline <laughs> since South Park made fun of him. Adam Sandler has been making fun of him for years and years. It's yeah. starting to bleed into other people. It's crazy. I, I watched this show just thinking, I wish it was populated with even the people I hate from the Happy Madison, like... The staple featured, the, of people. The Adam Sandler featured players. Yeah, I can't... Like, like uh, Peter Dante. Peter Dante. Alan Covert. <laughs> yeah, I wish Alan Covert was his assistant in this. Alan Covert, he's, he's, he's hey, made me laugh Alan before. Covert? He was... Have you seen Grandma's Boy? He's the leading no, Grandma's Boy. He's the, um, the caddy in Happy Gilmore. Oh, and, and Jack and Jill, he was the homeless man at the dinner table to start the movie. Oh, that guy. Yeah, he's yeah. good. He's I wish great. he was the assistant in this. And I wish um, Nick Swardson was the agent. Yeah, or something or, like, like that. Or Nick Swartzen was an agent, and like Nick Swartzen, oh, yeah, he was. And Jack on the, and Jill. In terms of, oh really? He was Jack. You know, Jack's a big Hollywood um, ad executive. <laughs> Nick Swartzen is half a rung on the ladder of disrespect higher than Rob Schneider. Yeah, yeah. over on Happy Madison's ladder of disrespect. <laughs> he got fucking dumped on in Jack and Jill, though. He just got the worst like character and consistently lines that just were nothing. It was it was kind of mean. He's a good stand-up though, Nick Swartzen. I quite like him as a stand-up. I've, he had his own. He got his own Comedy Central show. One yeah, point. he had a sketch show. He's he's good. He's but, good, and it, well, a, a, he's a version of good in Grown Ups too. Mm. Like he's doing something. Hang on, he's in Grown Ups too. Yeah, he's he the, bus, the bus driver. Yeah, he got given a love this production company. You I should watch Grown Ups too, bro. Yeah, have you guys seen it? <laughs> what are you doing? You spent a year telling people not <laughs> to guys, do that. Uh, you guys <laughs> watched it. <laughs> Things are different now. People yeah, change. Yeah. The world has changed. Um. Also, just you know, you guys both p- picked up on this continuity. Like, I know that continuity is a they're a mm. minor quibble to have, but mm. the dogged persistence with oh which they showcase the same continuity era yeah. as they applied Rob Schneider's rule of fives in comedy. Yeah, explain to me the rule of fives. Just so, like if a joke doesn't work the first time or the second time or the third time, why not try it for a fourth and fifth time just yeah. in case that's when it finally starts Absolutely. humming? Absolutely. There's a scene where he has sent his assistant Jamie up a ladder to spray paint over his face. After he's had the shit kicked yeah. out of him. Fuck. It's just, this is why I feel sorry for him because it's just like, even though he's such a poorly drawn character mm. and a terrible actor, like mm. unspeakably bad, mm. he just so consistently gets dumped on that I can't help but feel for the dude. Anyway... He's well, up you've there. lived with him for an hour and a half now. I, yeah. I've only lived with Jamie for half an hour. It so is incredible how short these episodes are and how depressed they can make you. <laughs> <laughs> it's a real time warp when you're in there, eh? It's something about the lack of air breaks and stuff. So Jamie's up on the billboard. Uh, I don't billboard. even know what point I was going to make. He's trying. It's a rule of fives, but it's a paint cans. It's oh, like, no, no, no. Yeah, sorry. The continuity era is that it, we keep coming back to um, the ground where Rob's standing with his agent and they've, like, they're holding the spray paint cans. And it like... It w- he's holding three cans and then we mm. flash away and then back and he's got one and then we flash <laughs> and we're back and he's got two and it's just like... It's so obvious... And they're so stuck well, and in the and front because the only distraction frame. from the continu- continuity area is the written joke which is that the assistant is having trouble catching the paint cans from up on the billboard and they and keep hitting him in the head yeah, yeah that's real so Buster like you've Keaton got, you've got very Buster Keaton yeah, very a, Buster Keaton yeah he's got a real Buster Keaton vibe oh, it's actually now you say it yeah Jamie is very Buster Keaton yeah <laughs> 
This is what I'm saying. Yeah, he's very good. Very good physical comedy. I mean, we watched him get ba- get bashed <laughs> by Crips. Yes. Which was hilarious. Yeah, yeah, we yeah. We watched him get hit in the head five times by spray peg hands. Again, undeniably were the, hilarious. What were the, uh, beyond these huge Buster Keaton-esque moments, what yeah. was, what, were there any genuine laughs for you? Um, as scripted in the show? As scripted. So not, not unintentional laughs. No. No, just any laughs whatsoever. I think I... I don't think you did it. I don't think I laughed <laughs> I once. Was, I was keeping track. But you I definitely, it. a couple of times I said, that's funny. And I don't know if I was being genuine or not. <laughs> Name I, one, you fucking liar. <laughs> you son of a you know, bitch. I honestly if, can't remember if, if, one. If I think of you the way you would say, that's funny after yeah. a joke in yeah. this show... That is like there's so much dis- like that is the most dismissive thing I can imagine anyone saying. That's funny stuff. <laughs> yeah, when you, I guess I probably was being sarcastic, but I think maybe there's a few things where you can see the joke and you know what they're going for. That doesn't make something <laughs> <the> funny. Fu- <laughs> but you appreciate the effort. I think maybe nice premise. Yeah, I, <laughs> I think maybe I'm watching this and I go, okay, Rob's written this. He's starring in it. He's producing it. Directing the it. guy, and I found out at the end he's directing it as well. The guy's stretched thin. Anything the that he vision of comedy, vision of comedy, and he's just he's stretched himself too thin. He can't focus on everything at once. We need to bring in some some outside help, and then he can focus on getting those laughs that I desire. Yeah, you know. But I can see the effort, and I appreciate it. Good on you, Rob. Five stars. <laughs> That is the kindest read of, of the Literally situation. Just craving anyone else to show up at any point in the show, aren't you? Last week, last episode, we had uh, Norm Macdonald showed up very briefly. What? Okay, yeah. now that's that's good. I wish I watched that episode. Yeah, that's fucking classy. Was it but funny? It came so so. Here's the thing, because you know we both love Norm. Guys, a mm. huge Norm fan, and so we knew that he was going to pop up in the series somewhere. But he came so early in episode two that it was kind of crushing. There that goes. Damn it! Nothing to look forward. Was to. Was it a funny scene at least? It was um, funny in that Norm Macdonald was in the scene. Yeah. Norm Macdonald is funny. Yeah. But like that's he, he, that's not to say he can't be in something abjectly terrible. Did did Norm am I crazy or did Norm tweet something about this show a while ago? Yeah, I think he tweeted support. Didn't he tweet something like <laughs> oh, no. everyone should watch Real Rob on Netflix? It's like a genuinely hilarious show or something like that. Rob Schneider has to have something big on Norm Macdonald. Well, what? What do you think is, he's got on him? Uh, he's a good... He's a, I've said it before on the podcast. Norm's, Norm's known for having lost everything from gambling yes, before. Yes, of course. Rob Schneider, I think, in spite of his presentation of himself on this you know, uh, experiment in which he shakes up show business so oh, vigorously... Yeah. He, puts, he's probably he got a shred up of, both fingers at the business. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, he's got a shred of empathy, though. Norm's also maybe oh, you just think a maybe good Rob guy. Got, like, helped Norm out, got him out of the hole a couple of times financially. Know. Or Norm's just being a good guy to his, like... He's just... Come along, come along, little mm. Rob. I also reckon that maybe Norm in his in his old age, he's he's drinking a bit more as well. He doesn't he does, drink, doesn't he at all? Nah, never Does he do he's drugs dip- or anything. Nah, nothing. Never drank. Fuck. I mean, I don't. This is so mean <laughs> then. But is he like? Going just a little tiny bit senile well, or something yeah, in his been, old age. You've been convinced for a while that Norm Macdonald's going to die young. Like it's going to and it's going to be a bit of a surprise. You've yeah. been telling me. Wait a second, what? You've been saying this on the record? No, just a guy, but now here it is. Um, well, uh, first of all, how old is he right now? 
Old enough, I think man. I think he's, fudge, he's probably 50-something. I think he's fudged, the, fudged his date of birth a little I, bit. I see. Doesn't he not know his date of birth? Isn't that true? <laughs> I've heard he doesn't <laughs> know when awesome. he was born. <laughs> I, huge, if true. I yeah. hope it is. But just watching him on his um on the his show, his mm. chat show that he does, which just got picked up by Netflix, right? Yeah. Yep. Which is awesome. Yeah, can't um, wait. But, you know, like, it, you are seeing a guy for like an hour and a half in sweatpants, so he's pretty <laughs> relaxed, but he looks like... Maybe he's sort of starting to he's lose his edge a little. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm I, think up with so many I think he's never been funnier. I, I think Norm Macdonald's never been. I funnier. won't hear a, a bad word spoken against him. I'd also like to say I've just remembered uh, if we want just to gauge, you know, Rob Schneider's standing over at Happy Madison. Have you guys seen the Conan interview he did with the other stars of Happy Madison or oh, Grown Ups? Cam, have you no, seen this? No, I haven't. I, I think maybe you should watch it right now. Okay, put it on. Do we have we time? No, we don't have time. Oh, we don't. Okay, we'll have. How to long sh- does it go for? Uh, it's yeah, like, it's like fi- five, five minutes, minutes or something. But right, um, right, right. We'll, we'll, uh, we'll post it on whatever whatever the platform is getting are, on. Uh huh. Oh my god, it's so heartbreaking. It's Rob Schneider trying to get like a funny line slash anecdote, and and they're all there on the. There's like five of them. David Spade's mm. there. Sandler. Who else is in the? There's a couple other guys there. Peter Dante might be. Norm McDonald's there. Is Norm part of it? Too? Chris yeah, Rock yeah. in there. I think, it, I think it might be sort of grown ups too and heavy medicine adjacent. Which, if you're a booker. Oh yeah. Oh my well, god. Get. You see those names coming yeah. up for a press junkie like fucking yum yum. Right, but fuck, man, Schneider. Oh God, his performance in this appearance on TV just breaks my yeah, little yeah. heart. So, do you want Rob to win? I just want him to stop trying. Well, the thing is, in, in, in any in any setting where he's not the alpha, yeah, you feel bad for him and you want him to win. But then, as soon as you see him put himself on an alpha platform, you're like, no, you little dog, get down. Yeah. I just want him to be quiet. What would we've got to we've got to wrap this one up, uh, Cam? What would you say to Rob Schneider right now if you could talk to him? I'd say, Rob, chin up and dick out. <laughs> <laughs> very good. Thank you very much, Cam. Thanks uh, for having we'll me, We'll leave guys. you with a quote from Rob Schneider. Well, as hold he- on, before we do, that's a really lovely way to end, by the way. I dig that a lot. Cam, what, mm. can you, do you want to plug some shit? Mm. Podcast shows. What yes, have we got? I, I don't have, know when this um, is coming out. I have two podcasts, one called Total Reboot, where myself and my buddy Alexi Teliopoulos watch an original film and then the reboot of it and compare and contrast them. I have another one called Mike Check with Cameron James and Alexi Teliopoulos, where me and the same dude watch every movie that Mike Myers has ever made. Yeah. And analyze them. <laughs> I went nice. on that. That was really fun. I went on that one. Yeah, you've done that. Uh, it's one of the biggest wastes of time that anyone's ever been a part Look of. Look at where it's we are. Fun. Look at what we're doing. How many films exactly. has he done? Oh, not many, like 26. We've done about 52 episodes or 53 episodes. So we've watched things multiple oh, times. Oh, okay. Cool, cool, cool. We've watched every appearance he's ever made on a talk show or oh, whatever. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's awesome. Um, and yeah, so let's check those out for sure. But I would like to end the, end the episode uh, with a quote from Rob Schneider during, mm. the, during the show as he was explaining how he knows how to feed his child uh, to his wife. He says, I've seen her eat before. I know which food the hole goes into. No, you you flubbed that, I think. No. You know what hole the food goes into? I literally wrote it down. Did, did he say, I know what food the hole goes into? I know which food the hole goes into. That's no. what he said. <laughs> I might have flubbed it, actually. <laughs> <laughs> see, see you next time.